Shut up and sit down. Hello, everybody, and welcome to episode 31 of the STS Guys. Uh, tonight, I am your host, Scott. Hey, hey, it's Larry. Hey, guys, it's Nate. And we are all set here. So how was everybody's week? I had a fantastic week. It was pretty good, man. It was pretty good. But you know what, Scott? I feel like you had the best week ever. I had a wonderful week this week. I won some money. Money, money, money. Phenomenal week for Scott. Yes. It was it was quite good here. Um I so if anybody's on here in the chat that knows about this, um th- there's a game show. I don't even game show. I don't know. It's it's like a game show, but it's like an app on your phone called it's like HQ. A trip- yeah, it's trivia a trivia game. Trivia. It's like trivia. live trivia on your phone. Live trivia on your phone, but you actually win cash prizes. And I was the proud winner of three dollars and thirty-five cents. Yes. Uh, this week. <laughs> nice. Let's not I focus beat- on the prize pack here. Let's focus <laughs> on the fact that we got all the way to the end of HQ, which I have yet to do yet. Yeah. It's it, now, Nate, you saw how just the excitement and the 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 tenseness because i was literally i was sitting on your desk when i won oh, dude like, i was excited for you i was getting all into it like go scott go <laughs> and nate was nate was trying to help out he was trying to be my uh, googler but unfortunately at the 10 second window by the time it would like load up um <laughs> it was like you get the question back dude i already had to answer i guessed <laughs> like, yeah. yeah it's, it's hard to google that stuff he's like well, like he's like well you got it right seconds. yeah, yeah. Larry knows. He tries to Google, too. I've seen him. I try. I'm a, I'm a fan of Googling, but I was too slow. Like, I forget what day it was, like Thursday. Um, and it was just me second-guessing myself. It was the stupid question about, like, leg day. And I'm like, oh, like, I don't know if it's the right muscle. So I Googled it, and then I tried to hit the button, and no, I was too slow. No. <laughs> so, so HQ is not my game, um, but Scott won. It has the, has the bragging rights as the first STS guy to have won. HQ trivia. Congratulations, yeah. Scott. Yeah. Congrats. It's uh, a tr- it's it's an achievement. That's going to be down in like life goal of like one online trivia like for that, a day. I only found out about it uh, I think it was last week. Um yeah. you guys told me about it and like this thing's blowing up. Um it's, the day Scott won there was like one and a half million people playing. So Scott outlasted over a million people to win like yeah whatever you only want three bucks but you still outlasted a million yeah. and a half people that's pretty impressive for yeah. anyone in the chat going through the way the way it works too is so each day they play a couple of games and there's a pot and anybody who lasts to the end wins kind of an equal share of that pot so there was like me and i think it was like 1400 other people or whatever ended up getting to the end so out of the yeah one point like two million that started only a thousand of us made it till the last question yeah and the one today was a bigger pot right and sundays they do twenty five thousand dollars and only 14 people won 
So like depending on the day, like it, you might end up on the day where only a handful of people win. Mm-hmm. Um, Scott's day was just a just a couple of that, a couple hundred. Couple- yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. And, if, and if you're doing the math on that twenty five thousand that Larry just talked about, that's yeah. like seventeen hundred dollars a person. So it's not you can bad. win a lot of money yeah. if you know your random trivia. If you guys don't know, we're talking about HQ. Yeah. So and that goes into it. Like we we're not trying to shill this thing, but if you like trivia games or you like want to be challenged, the game is a definite challenge, and it gives you there are questions. It's not about stuff that like. Larry, Nate, and I are normally versed in. Uh, mm-hmm. There's a lot of stuff about like books, authors, historical figures, things like that that we generally know meh about. So um, we're having a lot of fun with it. It's a it's something that we can definitely endorse, uh, and I def- I recommend anybody who likes trivia to jump on, come play with us. Um, yeah. If you win, message us somewhere and let us know because we, yeah, we we will totally we'll shout it out. out. Yeah, yeah, we, we totally we'll, want to know. Shout out. Yeah, um, we'll give sure. you guys a shout out. So we should do some uh, we should do some chat shout outs right now, too, because we've got oh, a yeah. bunch of people blowing up the chat. Yes. If you didn't know, we record our podcast live um, on YouTube through Google Hangouts every weekend. And right now we're hanging out with Furious Chubbs. What's up, Chubbs? Gentleman Funko Vlogger, Albessa, Dini McGuire. Uh, and it's also Gentleman Funko Vlogger, uh, Yoshi. What's up, Yoshi? What's going Area on, man? And Area 51. So what's up, guys? Thank you for uh, joining the stream. Thanks, everybody, for joining. It's great to see you all in the stream with us tonight. Yes. Uh, Gentleman Funko Vlogger found that 10-inch Thanos uh, pop Ooh. Target exclusive. Nice. Yeah, I found that uh, that 10-inch Hulkbuster. <clears throat> Sent you guys a picture of it, right? That, that was a 10-inch or no? Six-inch. Six inch. I'm sorry. See, I don't know my Funko Pops. I shouldn't so be talking. Hey, Nate. <laughs> I was gonna make a, a penis joke on that if you don't know the difference between six and ten inches, but I think I'll let that one go. <laughs> uh, well, you kind of already said it, Scott. <laughs> but that's Just saying, cool. I can't trust you any at any point if you're like, this <laughs> But no, that I, I do have to say that ten inch Thanos is actually a pretty badass pop. It's pretty rad, man. Pretty I didn't cool. even. I, I didn't. I didn't go for it. Um, I talked about it. I did a, I did a Mario Kart eight deluxe live stream, um, one night this week, like Thursday. And like, I think they were supposed to hit our targets that next morning. I didn't get up man. I, I, I didn't need it. Um, I hope Jeremy didn't need it cause he's out of town and I probably should have tried to pick it up for him. But, um, actually I think I even heard that somebody commented in like the, the local Facebook group that, uh, my target hasn't even got them yet. So I don't feel yeah. too bad cause I, they wouldn't have, they wouldn't even had it. So. Um, it's pretty. It's pretty rough out here in Phoenix. People people camp out and get up early, and you you got to fight to get some of this stuff. And I, I'm not really a fighter. Yeah, we have way too many like collectors and not enough stores to like handle their their like need for those things. Yeah, like any anytime a store says that they have something that that's worth like a collector's time, you have tons of people that show up. Yeah, uh, every time there's like a new figure release, because I, you know, I collect six inch, six inch figures, so um, Hasbro stuff, but I can never find it locally when it's released everywhere else. It always takes a while around here. I found an awesome WWE figure at Walmart at one o'clock in the morning last night. 
There you go. Wow, one o'clock in the morning. Nice. Did, so, did you see? Did you see what I posted on our story, Scott? I did not. No, I did not get a chance to look at our story yet. I've been. I'm a bad social media person. <laughs> it was specifically for you. Well, it was. Scott, how, did, how did you not see this? Oh Scott? my god! It is the old school Scotty too hottie. I see it. Yes. Did, please tell me you bought that. I so did. Good. I, if you want it, I can go back and get it. <laughs> I was like, that actually exists. I didn't even know that was a thing. I thought it was I, just that. Dude, first off, Scott. that is like the oldest like name rhyme that you could probably get. Like nice. in terms of like things, there's there was at least somebody that has that as like a trademark name somewhere, like guaranteed. Yeah. Um, shout out to gentleman Funko vlogger. What's up, dude? Requesting a shout out. Hello, yeah. gentleman Hello, Funko vlogger. Dude. So. Larry, here's the begs me the question: What the hell were you doing at Walmart at 1 a.m. last night? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, well, I get a little crazy, and I got my old self out to. Uh, I went to a show last night. Uh, one one of the bands that I like uh, was in town um, on the other side of town, uh, so I drove over to Scottsdale with my uh, with my friend Eric. Shout out to Eric, and we went and saw a weird Japanese punk rock band called P Lander Z. Ooh. Z. You right, talked so about them before. So, we we yeah. have talked about them before. So what was what costumes were they wearing? Uh, like, so what? they they're they're when they kind of their gimmick is uh they wear colors, right? Like the lead singer wears all yellow, so he's P Lander yellow. So uh they just wear different different styles of uh but of clothes but all yellow. Um so there's yellow, pink, and right. purple. Uh the drummer green, he was MIA, not sure where he was at, but uh yeah, we hung out with uh P Lander yellow, pink, and purple last night. It was a nice. Good oh, dude. Sorry to interrupt, but we got Jeremy okay. in the chat. Special shout out to Jeremy from oh, the SPS guys. Oh, man. Jeremy jumping on here. If you can, yeah, we, we didn't say it this time, but last week we talked about that he's on vacation. He is still on vacation. So I hope you're enjoying it, sir. Thanks for stopping by. He should be here next week. Yes. Yeah. And uh, next week, we're going to announce the winner of our Super Mega Batman prize back giveaway live on the podcast. So if you got an entry into that, stay tuned for our next podcast. We're going to be, yes. uh, you know, stating who got it live. Yes. And uh, just I, jump on the chat here, Jeremy. What, how, how has everything been? Like, just, just a quick little, a little, just a, a one-worder. I don't care, but just let everybody know how life Good. is <laughs> how life is in the bahamas jeremy we are going through withdrawals man we miss you <laughs> hopefully you're having an amazing time right I you better i was gonna say you better be so <laughs> Jer Jer that is the one i said give me a one-worder that's <laughs> the word i expected actually yes. for anybody who doesn't know jeremy's response to my question was drunk yeah, well, he's on a cruise and he paid for the alcohol <laughs> package. That's the only acceptable answer. Yeah, yeah. if he didn't so. say he was drunk, I would, you know, give him shit for it. Yeah, so that's how are you not drunk? That yeah. is that is amazing. I I love it. So going so back, got, so Larry, so you went to to P Lander Z, which crazy Japanese crazy, action weird. punk band. It's more gimmicky and entertainment and goofing around than it is yeah. actually singing songs. Uh, yeah, it's pretty awesome. So and and I've always loved the fact that you have that Aquabats poster right behind you, as people can see, and and you have the Aquabats uh, 
uh, coat that you wear a lot. So we, we definitely know uh, yeah. you got yeah. some, some obscure bands. So I, I want to to kind of bring this question up before we get into what our kind of plan theme is, is to talk about the weird music that we all love. Um, Nate, there's got to be like, what is the weird band that you actually enjoy listening to? Like, what's that one that you'd be like, I actually don't want to tell people really that I listen to this. I know you're going to have to broadcast it like to the world, but let's find out. So um, I've always been into like, you know, crazy techno along with a lot of other things that I'm into. So that Smack My Bitch Up song from Prodigy, if that oh. comes on the radio, I'm like, Smack My Bitch Up, you know, I'm getting all into it. But, Just, you know, that's one of my guilty pleasures. Dude, that is a very good guilty pleasure song. Like, <laughs> if, if I was going to go with anything, it's, you know, that that is... Prodigy is one of the first, like, techno bands I really got into. Um, my brother actually exposed me to them, and then when I they discovered were the, it, I was like, "What? what is this techno? You know, let me discover it more. They were one of the first poppy kind of electronic techno yeah. bands. Right. Right. Jeremy said Jeremy uh, did respond through here. So even though he's not with us in camera, he is with us in the uh, the chat here. He's saying he enjoys Cottonmouth Kings, which is a band I have not heard anything from in like 10 years. Seriously. But it's a very good like guilty pleasure band. That's a great guilty pleasure band. Cottonmouth Kings. I remember that for sure. So I hated them then. I hate them now. <laughs> <laughs> uh oh. <laughs> that there might is, be fine words there, Larry. Them's them some fine words. <laughs> I got a, a really obscure one because they had really one big hit. Um, for me, that 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 band is uh, Bloodhound Gang. Oh, oh um, yeah. So that is not. All right, so I have to jump in here because Real Big Fish is probably one of my favorite bands. Yeah, um, same. And Albessa is bringing up the Fu song by Real Big Fish. That is one of the songs I put on like when I'm like in the shower getting ready for the day. Like I love the shit out of that song. It is not appropriate in any way, shape, or form for most anything, but I love that song. There's not really a real big fish song that I don't like or couldn't listen to. Yeah, real big fish is a solid choice. That what what was their best album? Turn the radio off. That that album is is just yeah. flat out amazing. Still is. So they have their like greatest hit CD that or like I, I don't even know what they call them anymore, right? Because they're not really CDs; they're like albums, I guess. Yeah. Um, which is cool. It's just a bunch of their good stuff. But they actually have a bunch of what they call ska acoustic uh, <laughs> songs, um, and it's all a lot of their like more popular. It's basically like all their greatest hits, but they actually played in like an acoustic set versus the regular one. Those actually turned out to be some of my favorite ones. Are those? the acoustic sets that they play. I didn't know that existed, but I'm definitely going to check that out. Oh, yeah, I haven't know that either. I know that yeah. you're, if you're next time you're at work, Larry, we'll put some of them on. Yeah, we'll check it out. I have it on my, uh, my, my playlist. Yeah, nice. So Heather says that Scott, you love the smack my bitch up song too. N no, she says, she says the F you song. Oh, the F you song. <laughs> Oops. Oh. Cause I will also play it like fairly loud on like my, my echo. <laughs> and when my daughter is like around in the room or anything like that. Um, right. I do have another guilty pleasure song though, that I didn't discover how much it was a guilty pleasure until recently um, is uh, I was flipping through the radio the other day and uh, Garth Brooks's friends in low, uh, low places came on. I did not know as much, but like after like 10 or 15 seconds of that song, I was jamming the fuck out to that thing. And you knew all the lyrics, didn't I, you? I, I actually do. 
like I couldn't like recite them, but as the song is going, like I'm like I know those words. You knew more than you were proud to admit, right? <laughs> exactly. Like I, I will, I will make fun of myself on this one. I was I jammed out to to Garth Brooks the other day, and I, I am not a country person at all. I remember like in fifth grade when they made us do like dancing during PE. Um, the the PE teacher, yeah, the PE teacher mostly played Garth Brooks and like Billy Ray Cyrus. We right. danced every time, like every every other song was like "Achy Breaky Heart" yeah. or like "Thunder Rolls" by Garth Brooks. It was awful. So I, because First of that, I probably know all the words too. So "Thunder Rolls" is probably the worst song to be playing to like a bunch of fifth graders. Yeah. <laughs> like, but yeah, that was the, the I I went through the same thing when I was in like middle school and everything. We had to learn yeah. how to do the the dances and line dancing and do the boot yep. scoot boogie and all that shit. So it was, it was oh awful. yeah. I was always doing that at the roller rink, but it was the same kind of idea where we're learning nice. different songs the, or at the roller rink doing it. The, the roller rink. Dude, we had like a legit old school roller rink that I would go to all the time. That is amazing. Some great music at that roller rink. Do they still play disco? Because I'm assuming like that. Like old disco, like classics, you know, all kinds of good stuff. Fleetwood Mac. Nice. Some great stuff. So all the stuff that I probably jam out to actually in the car. That's like my the right. normal stuff I listen to. Yeah, exactly. Um, but yes, as as my wife has jumped on and said, yes, the best song ever is Lustra, Scotty Doesn't Know from Eurotrip. Yes. Um, Scotty Doesn't Know. <laughs> yes. Another great song that I will jam the fuck out to every time it comes on, especially considering my name is in it. But um, it's a great song, even if your name is not Scott. <laughs> and, and first off, the fact that in the movie Matt Damon is miming for the uh, the the lead singer is even better. Yeah. Like, if, uh, all right, Abessa, who doesn't like ABBA? Like, Dancing Queen comes on, and I don't care who you are, you're jamming out to that. Dancing Queen. You're gonna sit yeah. in the car and just. Okay. I've got another guilty one. Well, all right, um, what's that? Ace of Bass. Uh, I saw the sign. I saw the sign. I saw the sign. Yeah. yeah. Oh man, my mom I used to listen to that all the time, and then it just got it stuck in my head. I don't think I've heard ABBA or Ace of Base in a long time, but okay. <laughs> really? You've never seen Mamma Mia? Like, come on, dude! Like, no, I, no, I have not seen Mamma Mia. I, I will. I can pick out ABBA like walking through a store, like, and you can hear it just like it dings you like a knife. You'll be sitting there just walking down the aisle, and they be like, dancing queen. Yeah. You're like, that's ABBA. Like, yeah, just like you just start to groove. You can't help it. Right. It just like takes over. <laughs> it's like an infectious disease. It, it really is. Like ABBA is like an auditory virus. It just makes you have to move. <laughs> like, uh, and it's it's sad because they were what seventies, right? When they kind of came around sixties, seventies, like yeah, the fact seventies. Mm-hmm. The fact that those are still around and like. Even people like us, none of us were born when they were actually like at the peak of their popularity. No, no we're not. still jamming out to those songs. It's amazing. There's I a love lot of like that. Yeah, I love like a, a lot of older music that you know came out before I even was alive. <laughs> Some of the best stuff. Oh yeah, Led Zeppelin. Come on. So, uh, what other song topics can we go with here? Now that we're on music. Um, Let's see. What was like one of your favorite songs to start with? What got you kind of like passionate for music? This is going to be a really interesting one, but um, there is an old, it's not even an old swing band. It's like a newer one that came out, but um, 
Big Bad Voodoo Daddy is the band that like jamming out to their their music really got hmm. me into uh like wanting to like branch out to different genres other than like you know, I grew up as like a metalhead, right? Like I was metal and then like I found swing and was like, oh, there's actually good bands that play other shit. So that was my weird like music. Yeah. So you got uh, really heavy in the metal? Oh, I I was really heavy in, into to metal back then. Like I was the Metallica. Like nice. you know, for, like back when the Black Album came out. Um, yeah. That was that was around the time when I was able to start buying my own CDs. So it was like that was that was my music. And then you know, swing and jazz. And then um, I mentioned them before, but do Bloodhound Gang like jamming mm-hmm. out to that music and like was amazing man like that's why it's still like my guilty pleasure to this day yep like what? It, was, it was good stuff what was the first bloodhound gang like it was with the uh, fire water burn yeah yeah, yeah the, we don't need no water yeah and then yeah, they had the uh, mother effer yeah so yeah, they, they got good they're raunchy music man i remember <laughs> my brother was, used to listen to them they were it was good um, stuff though. It was so. It, it's like raunchy music, but it's actually so. Uh, like it's actually good and w- good parody. Like if you actually read it, like it's really it clever. Like, it's clever it, yeah. comedy. It's like it, it's really strange how they can fit some of that stuff in. And if you listen to it, you you see that they parody a lot of classic songs. Like they have some Pink Floyd stuff that they actually change the lyrics to, and yeah. and things like it's it's really good. So that's. They were the big like we uh, like I can just remember that um, having that CD in mm-hmm. like my my car just constantly just jamming it out driving around my little small mountain town. <laughs> nice. Um, and yes, at some point, I, my wife does like to bring this up. Me and my friends did have a Blink One Eighty Two and MXPX <laughs> cover band. What? Oh, I did not yeah. yeah, yeah. We weren't good at all. Like I think we played two shows, and it was like put on by like friends so we're uh, all really shitty bands trying to actually be cool i'm uh, sorry i didn't know you then man i wish i could <laughs> no. have experienced that that sounds amazing it was uh, it was it was not good you see a bunch of you know 16 year old 15 year olds trying to jam out like that curious so what, chubbs what's up what sorry, was your what, no it's okay yeah what's up chubbs uh what was your what was the cover band's name so we had a couple different ones. Uh, Big Fat Baby was one of them, and uh, uh, the first one was Pornographic Nuns. Uh, oh, we nice. called ourselves just randomly, but then, kind of like uh, our our kind of local one, we realized even if we did want to start to like try to actually book things, no one would actually have booked us. Like this was always us us like doing the pipe dream thing, but we're like no one's gonna want to play it on like a, a group of people called the Pornographic Nuns. So. Uh, <laughs> For a while, we went by Crapple, which was like Snapple, but you know, Crapple. And then uh, we we had the uh, the big fat baby at some point was another one nice. that, that nice. we did. Um, and Fierce Chubbs. Everyone loves this goddamn bear. <laughs> it just looks so cuddly. It is. It it's considering it is actually the size of a person. It is actually a wonderfully cuddly bear. Um, it's really fun to just like throw it in a room and just tackle the shit out of it. I don't um, think you just totally agree with that. Yeah. Everybody, right, everybody wants your bear. Everyone wants the bear. Um, Larry, what, what kind of got you into music? What was your first like favorite band or song? So uh, like 
I remember my freshman year of high school. Um, that's kind of when I kind of started figuring out what music I liked. Um, but like the three bands that jumped to my mind first are Nirvana, uh, Bush, and Silverchair. I was kind of like I was kind of grungy in the you know Very mid nineties. Yeah, yeah. Like Kurt Cobain was already dead, um, but it was like it, it, I was really into that Bush album that was like Sixteen Stone. It was a really it was a really great yeah. album. Um, I kind of I kind of like that stuff. Um, that's around the same time that uh, the Aquabats came out though too, with like Super Rad and Real Big Fish was starting to blow up. So yeah. I kind I kind of started was getting into that ska stuff, but I really didn't start liking uh, like Less Than Jake and and all that until like the early two thousands. And right, so I went through kind of that punk phase in between with blink 182 yeah um who didn't who didn't love blink 182 in like that, the late 90s early it, 2000s yeah. right. Dude, it was they were everywhere yeah and then they just kind of disappeared yeah well yeah tom tom decided to be a jerk yeah exactly <laughs> fuck that guy yeah <clears throat> still, cool. still kind of is but I don't know. They're, they're the, Blink, the new Blink-182 album is actually pretty good, though, if anybody has got a chance to listen to the, the new stuff. It's actually pretty it, good. It's different, but yeah, it's, it's, it's yeah. pretty great. It is, not, I haven't listened to it, yeah. it is not what like you would think coming out of them, but it is uh, it, it's good music. Like It's, it's a good resurgence for them. Nice. Yeah, so for me, um, I'm going to do like a two-parter here. So like my first favorite song... Um, Larry kind of hinted at the band, but Nirvana, Come As You Are. Yeah. I remember when I first heard that song, it like really struck a chord with me. And I don't know, it's just like, it felt so emotional. I could just kind of feel him singing it to me. I know that sounds weird, but I played that like over and over and over again. And then um, the first band I really got into was Beastie Boys. Um, I was really into that kind of music back then, like, you know, kind of like punkish a little bit, but more pop too. But kind of like rocking away. Uh, I don't know. Beastie Boys is kind of like a weird genre. Everyone loves the Beastie Boys. That's another yeah. one of those. They're, they're like, like at no point is anyone like, oh, turn that Beastie Boys song off. <laughs> like you hear "No Sleep Till Brooklyn," like you're gonna listen to that song. Yeah, and that kind of like uh, when I got older, I got into Three Eleven probably because a lot of the Beastie Boys type stuff. They have sort of a similar sound. Yeah. Um, you know, and like Incubus and all that. If you ever get a chance to go see 311 live, they are amazing. Still to this day. Like they, nice. they are awesome. Yeah. That's cool. yeah. I was bringing up Authority Zero, doing that, doing oh. that like actual punk scene. I was like, when mm-hmm. I started getting into like no effects. Yeah. And like the misfits. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I went like a lot of different ways with my music love throughout the years. You know, like earlier on, it was Beastie Boys and I got like kind of into rap and I got into rock for a little while. Um, so I don't know. It's good to uh, to be able to broaden your horizons and listen to stuff. Yeah, there's but, not like one specific genre nowadays that I like listen to. I kind of listen to a mix of different stuff. I've been pretty much rock for as long as I can remember. Like sprinkled in with the occasional Britney Spears or Beyonce <laughs> or something dude, ridiculous. Dude, but... first off, like Genie in a Bottle by uh, what's Christina her name? Aguilera. Christina Aguilera. Yeah, like. That song, that's another one of those ones that you're just, you, even if you hate it, you're just going to be like, yeah, you, you, gotta, like rock you, you, gotta, you can't help it. Like uh, Operation Ivy. See, we're bringing up all these awesome nostalgic like, bands. Like these are amazing. Um, Johnson, Revidad, what's going on, man? Business card. Um, Business card. Yeah. Um, I guess S- you send an email to uh, Scott at STSGuys.com and uh, 
with your or with your like address and we'll shoot one out to you. Yeah, you can go to stsguys.com as well. And that's kind of like our official website. It's our business card. Yeah, so that's our uh, website. We do have some cards. Uh, <laughs> Larry has some, Larry has <laughs> oh some visitors. Special visitors. Uh, special visitors. Um, so yeah, shoot a... Uh, just shoot. It's just email address is Scott at stsguys.com. Shoot me a uh, your address and... Uh, We'll uh, we'll get something sent out to you. Yeah, I'm nice. okay with that. So cool. Um, so, so a couple so, things. A- o- Operation Ivy is pretty amazing, um, right? Like uh, like granted that kind of stuff too for for a little bit. Um, yeah, like you name it. Like I've kind of been all over the place. I'm just trying to think. Like less than Jake, and then I went through my emo phase. Don't forget about the emo phase of Taking Back Sunday and My Chemical Romance. Oh. Still love me. Still love 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 me some Gerard Way. I do have to say, what is it? The uh... oh, God, I can't even remember the the song. The the Black Parade, I think, is the yeah, that's the album. But then, like, I think there's a song like "Welcome to the Black Parade." Welcome to the Black Parade. Yeah, that song yeah. to this day, I still I will jam the shit out to that one though. Yeah. <laughs> um, so very good stuff. Um, but this this kind of leads in. So we're going back into some some special stuff here. Uh, no, not at Gmail. Uh, just uh, I got at, at stsguys.com. Uh, I got yeah, it. You got I got it. it. I got, I got okay. it. Throw it in the chat for you there, Johnson yeah. Rivadad. Shoot it out there. So we bring up a lot of nostalgic things, and and Larry was recently playing a game on the Switch. He has a live stream that he had up, and and I think Nate, you were you joined him on this, right? So oh, yeah. you guys Are were playing. Play? You guys were playing Mario Kart, and I started to think about how you know we're at Mario Kart Eight. But there's a lot of those games that we played back in the day when we were like kids that never did get that sequel, never did kind of go anywhere that really should come back. So right. I, I definitely want to get your guys' take on on if there's um, any of the games or anything like that, that that you guys think like, dude, we need to we need to see this game come back out. Yeah. Like, so. Hold on. Before we go into that, I just want to give a shout out to uh, Larry for his domination on Mario Kart 8 Deluxe. If you guys didn't catch that live stream, he got first like most, I would say about 80% of the time we were playing so, that game. I, I, I will have to jump in and, and kind of agree with that. I was giving him shit because the one the, the moment that I joined the live stream, he got like a sixth place. So I was giving him hell. Yeah. And then he got like first place like four games in a row after that. And I was like, oh shit, I'm done. <laughs> Even before that, he was like owning I'm like, yeah. oh crap! I never play this game online. I'm yeah. gonna do like, shit. and then Larry's like way out in first. I'm getting like tenth, eighth, ninth, <laughs> doing so bad. It was embarrassing. Yeah, but yeah. So, shout out to Larry for his amazing Mario Kart 8 driving. Thank you very much. So. It's, I mentioned on the stream, Mario Kart 8 is my favorite game of all time. Um, <laughs> I haven't really played Mario Kart 8 Deluxe a lot, but uh, the online gods were in my favor. And the, the crowd we were going up against was fair. So, yeah, I did pretty good. It was a good time. Nice. We'll have to do it again real soon. Wow. So, uh, and, and, and remembers. Furious Chubbs, by the way, you, you bring up the bear, but like I would send the bear to somebody, but the shipping on that thing has got to be ridiculous. Like, there's no way I can afford <laughs> to ship that anywhere. That bear is like, weighs at least like 40 pounds and is 
or at least maybe like 30 pounds. And it the, is uh, the size it, of the box. It's, it's five yeah. feet tall. Just, well, I'm <laughs> just thinking about the box, too. I'm like, there's no way you're going to find a box yeah. that big. I said it is the size of a person. There is no way I can get that. That's getting shipped anywhere. Yeah. See, Albessa remembers Larry was owning on the crown that day. Yes. And then Furious Chubbs, thank you very much. Uh, Nate showed his true hidden power in that stream at the end. I started, uh, you know, after warming up for like maybe six or seven races, I finally started getting the hang of it. You did all right. It's it's hard. And I know you haven't played that game that much, even though you have it. Um, you'll have to practice and then we'll have to fire it up again real soon. Yeah, um, that was fun. And now, Bessa, my me did look pretty damn good in that crown. <laughs> he was owning that crown. Yeah. Uh, Chubbs, right. if you... Chubbs, if you want some stickers and some STS guys cards, email us your info and we'll send it to you. But uh, no, no deal on the bear, man. Can't do the bear, man. It's just too big. Yeah, it's too big, and it's it, it is the conversation piece for the uh, uh, for the podcast because it's been brought up on like I think at least four of the live streams. <laughs> Plus, you know, he's becoming our unofficial mascot. Yeah, it is. It's the uh, STS guys bear. Yeah, and if you know us by now, Chubbs, you know we like to give them stuff away so uh you know if you entered that super mega batman prize pack giveaway you might uh win from that or enter one of our future giveaways you might still get something from us you never know man <laughs> larry's True. mom played mario kart with him that stream <laughs> that was a character named mom yeah, but yeah. actually you know when larry first said that i kind of did a double take i'm like wait his mom just joined <laughs> like, the stream he's like damn it mom like, oh <laughs> i guess i just sold it well but uh no it was just it was somebody, some kid's mom, probably, who named themselves Mom. Yeah. Yeah. Just so give, give some love. I stole the thunder from Scott's question, but Scott's asking us, you know, yeah. what are some old video games that we haven't seen in a while that we would like to see resurface? Maybe a sequel, maybe relaunching the franchise itself. So, Great question, Scott. So, so you I'll, start us off. I'll start us off because there's um, – Kind of with a lot of the new games, like uh, fighting games are starting to uh, kind of, I guess, make their way back into the mainstream again. Uh, you know, we had the the remake of, uh, um, oh, damn, I can't remember, the, the one that's uh, the, the Xbox one that they have, Killer Instinct. Mm -hmm. um, you know, Killer Instinct, okay. we have, you know, the Mortal Kombat's coming out. You have Injustice making a big thing. Do, do you, you guys remember Primal Rage? Yes. Oh, the yes. dinosaurs and monkeys fighting where you like Dude. where they have the little people that you would have to like as you did better you'd get more people on the thing you could eat them to like gain health mid-fight yeah. like it was like the fighting game version of rampage come on yeah like Dude. it was it was amazing like it dinosaurs so and great. giant monkeys fighting yeah. each other like yeah i actually wrote yes. a list for this before we started and that was one of them on my list <laughs> dude yeah like that one is I for sure like we need to see a remake of Primal Rage and it may be out there but like I dude I I need that game back in my life. Yeah. The cool thing about that is like each character had its like animal spirit, you know, and you yeah. could like transform between yeah. the two. That was the coolest thing about it. So uh yeah, definitely Primal Rage. I'm I'm all about that. If they remade that, I would buy it instantly. Yeah. And um I'm trying to think, dude. There's a game that everyone loves, and I think the last iteration of it was on Super Nintendo. Um, you got to, got to have a remake of Battletoads. Like, I want a Battletoads game on the new systems. 
Like, You're in my head right now. Man. <laughs> what is this? I got battle yeah. toes on my list too. Yeah, like it me. was. It was so damn good. It really and was. They never just like the after the Super Nintendo, like it just kind of fizzled out. Like mm-hmm. I mean, we did get to see him at least in the background in Ready Player One. Yeah. So I mean, at least someone's still thinking about Battle Toads. But for that, God's sakes, give us a new game. That that could be the resurrection. Yeah. I almost I, right. I almost feel like somebody's like whoever owns that. Is it Konami? Like whoever owns that license is probably like maybe we should uh, bring that back. So. Yeah. I have to say, Albessa's also in my uh, is in my head right now. With the, uh, do you guys remember the old SNES Top Gun game? Yes. Oh yes. Where they had that, I mean, so they had the two different ones where you fly around the map and then you actually had it where you're like in the cockpit like dog fighting. Mm-hmm. Um, but dude, I could never get past the first goddamn level because you I would always crash the plane trying to land it on the aircraft character that or carrier. That was the hardest goddamn thing in gamings. That reminds um, me of that game Afterburner. It was more arcade, but kind of the same style with Top Gun. Yeah, so with new like systems, like I mean, Ace Combat is amazing. Like you could actually mm-hmm. make a pretty good Top Gun game with the new things. Um, it's true. So my wife brings up Goldeneye. That was yeah. always uh, that everyone Goldeneye. loved the NC yes. Goldeneye. They I actually, was going to say Goldeneye. They actually did make a like a remake of Goldeneye for Xbox, and it sucked. So I would say if you could do a remake. They just like don't they changed it is what the problem was is they try yeah. to add stuff and make it longer like they need to keep it that original like setup like rare did perfectly when it built Goldeneye and they just need to keep it originally like I don't even care like don't even upgrade the graphics on that I just totally release agree. that for any other system or right. damn put it on the Switch like it was a Nintendo game it should be yeah. like put that available for download or something yeah. like new levels. Right, that would be easy. Yeah, Come yeah. up with some new levels, but yeah. honestly, like I think we're at the point where nostalgia just kind of rules. You can just remake a game with it's basically the same premise, the same graphics. Like you said, I'm okay with that. Just yeah. give me some new levels, maybe some new weapons, and just put that out again and be like, "Hey, guess what? Here's Goldeneye uh, 2018. Have fun, kids." Yeah, go yeah. go do your uh, you know slappers and just you know go to town with each other. Like that's. Yeah. Dude, that that first game that really revolutionized the four player like in home co op, or like uh, like I mean, I should say multiplayer. Like, what was Goldeneye like? How many people? Oh, yeah, just sat around the TV with the the four controllers. You bought four controllers for Goldeneye. Yeah, because that was before be- that was before countless. you could play anything online. Yeah, Dude, countless hours in Goldeneye. I played yeah. that so much with my friends. Somebody always had to pick. You know, fucking odd job, and I have to like aim There's down the- every time I'm shooting at somebody because yeah. they're odd job. But yeah, man, it was so fun. I love yeah. that game. Yeah, there was. And the, I think there was the rule amongst our friends that no one could be odd job. Well, like you got you got punched in real life if you chose odd job. Larry like, brings up a good point. I'm going to go on a little of a tangent, but like, uh, I think what a lot of companies are like, yeah, people love nostalgia. People love nostalgia. So like, let me remake this thing and use the name. But then they totally change what it used to be, and that's that kills the nostalgia. So you can call it whatever you want, but if you make it something different, I'm no longer going to like it. And I think they do that a lot in movies. They do it a lot in games that I've seen, and it just kills it. So yeah. just keep it original. Yeah, that's the, the the problem that a lot of people have is they think they have to modernize it and add new things to it because the you know players aren't gonna really resonate with this game but like dude the, the reason why that game had so much like of a following is because it was awesome the way it was 
Right. Like I, I'm really stoked for the Spyro. Uh, oh yeah, that's coming, coming out. Because the yeah. only thing different they did is they they cleaned up the graphics a lot of them. So they did update just the graphics to it, but they didn't change the actual things in the game. All they did is like, hey, let's make it look a little bit better. It's like um, a remastered version. Yeah. It's a, yeah, it's like a remaster, and they did the same thing kind of yeah. with uh, uh, Crash Bandicoot recently. I mean, they yeah. updated like the the controls because they were pretty shitty, uh, yeah. but didn't really change anything. Uh, well, same you, thing. Yeah. Shadow of the Colossus just came out with a, a remake that is phenomenal. That game was awesome, mm-hmm. and to be able to add, and all they did was like the controls sucked, right? Because it was PS2, you know, and like there wasn't a lot of things that you could do with it. But now they changed it and made the controls actually usable yeah and so, you, you would have you'd have to rework golden eye to be on the switch controller or xbox or whatever but that's easy and maybe you probably have to upgrade the graphics a little bit to keep the kids happy but yeah. you know what i i'm pretty sure they'd eat it up man kids like the nostalgic stuff you know yeah and keep it as original as possible maybe some some new game modes maybe some new weapons to switch it up maybe some new characters yeah. Well, like uh, there's probably you know, Goldeneye was was the the hot uh, Bond movie. There's mm-hmm. got to be some stuff from the Daniel Craig era that you can throw in there. So, yeah, you know, uh, like Spectre, but it's like Goldeneye too. Grab some Javier Bardem, <laughs> yeah, and throw him in there. Daniel Craig and Daniel Craig is the Bond. Um, yeah, I, I mean, like you have all the the, the glory of the games, and, and with that one especially, is like you had cheats in the game, but you got that those yeah. cheats came yeah. from doing well like you just had to right. do things really good and you could get like cheats like beat this level on hard in under three minutes and you can like make everyone's head giant and like yeah. you know like yeah. bring back those cheats like you guys play games more than i do are there any games that have fun cheats like that anymore i feel like there aren't like no bring that not, stuff back not like big head mode be. right Big head mode on uh, what was that NBA Jam? Like yeah. that game was full of like Easter eggs and hidden stuff. Bring that stuff back; it would be awesome. Yeah, so there nowadays. are some games that, that you have, like uh, the the remake of Doom that they came out with had some stuff. Like you could get cheats and things that you could, like you couldn't play them in the the, the game, but you could go back and like replay levels with like cheats, like infinite ammo and stuff, like the old school Dooms. But yeah, like it was still that's few and far between. Like now it's all just buy the DLC or like yeah. Uh, yeah, they oh, want yeah. money and, for it. Unlock mods, and then you yeah, can start playing. It's all as it hidden among like yeah. some stupid microtransaction. But back in the day, to Larry's point, and you know, kind of what Scott's talking about, like you had to play a game to its fullest extent to unlock all of that stuff, and that was the best part about it. It's kind of like trophies, you know. If you have a game that has really good trophies tied to it, it makes you discover every little piece of that game because you want to find everything, and that's kind of how those cheat codes were. Like right. I want to, you know go through all this game so I can get all these different cheat codes so then I can go have fun with my friends. Yeah, yeah. And Fear Shoves brings up like Saints Row. Uh, that series has always had like the the little cheats that you can unlock and as it, as you do different achievements and things through the game, you can you can add the cheats. So there are a couple games that still have kept that tradition, but not enough in my opinion. Like yeah. too many people are, are concerned with like DLC and trying to get, you know, and they'll add those cheats and stuff in for that, but like, give me a thing. Like, if I beat the game on, like, it's hardest setting, let me then go back and, like, have every bullet be a grenade or something. Like, something crazy. Right. Something, something unexpected. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So um, here's here's another game that actually comes from the same area. And not it, it 
everyone remembers this game, but it wasn't actually a very big seller, but it was like one of the last games on the N64. Like it was like right at the end of life. Do I want a new Conker's Bad Fur Day? They made a really like crappy one, but like it would actually, I think that if you did it right, you could actually do a pretty good version of that today. Like with the advent of like, you know, like GTA and everything, like people aren't afraid of kind of the bad words and poop jokes as they were back in the day. Like if you did it right, you could actually have a good version of that game come out. Like I, I yeah. wouldn't see that. I think that'd be great. Yeah, that'd be cool. I've never played that, but I know of the game because it's that, uh, right. It's that top of the line. Uh, N64 game that everyone knows is like worth a lot of money and if you're out there yeah. looking for retro games you know to grab Bad Fur Day that's all I know about it but uh, yeah that would be awesome which is but, funny because I think it's actually really sold more now that it like the N64 is out than it did actually yeah. upon release because everyone was like it was an M rated like N64 game and it had curse words and alcohol and boobs and yeah. <laughs> one of the bosses was a giant piece of shit like <laughs> Mm, that kind of sounds amazing. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it kind of does actually. <laughs> like, come so, on, like for me, I'm gonna kind of steal it for a second, but um, I would love to see a remake of Turok. Do you guys ever play the original Turok on N64? Oh, dude, Turok was the the shit, and the, it was so awesome. The remake that they tried to do back like four yeah. or five years, like what was that, uh-huh. like four years ago or so? Like it had it had promise, but it fell. F- flat yeah the coolest thing about yeah i I didn't like the remake either i thought it was horrible but the coolest thing about turok is that you introduce like dinosaurs but then you have like this scientific weaponry so it's kind of like a futuristic but sort of in the past type game come on it had the the game had the the weapon that was the brain bore you shot them with one you just fired it and it would (laughs) seek the nearest person Drill into her head, and their head would explode. Yeah, like, that was the best part. Like playing multiplayer, that yeah, was so just, fun because of the the crazy weapons that you got. Yeah. To. And that was another one where the the multiplayer, for the most part, like for the first couple at least, was local. Like you'd shoot mm-hmm. that brain bore, and you just your friend would get so mad at you. <laughs> well, they'd hear the drill on their side, like, yeah, like you sons of bitches, who has it? Yeah. yeah. So I've never played that, but I just Google image searched it and it looks amazing. There's like a T Rex with like a cyborg thing on his yeah, head. Oh yeah. With like yeah, a laser like, eye. There's a like T Rex with a laser eye. Dinosaurs, yeah. Yeah, like weaponized dinosaurs. Like you find a planet that has dinosaurs, but you're all futuristic. Like it's awesome. It was so uh, fun. And they, they were like, Yeah, we're gonna remake this. And they had a lot of promise, and then the storyline sucked. The gameplay was like just the same thing over and over again and it just fell just way flat way flat it was horrible how about you larry give us a good one uh mine are kind of lame and probably gonna happen my my top ones i want a new super mario game for the switch which you know they haven't announced anything yet the actual like side scroll platformer yeah the side scroll platformer i love I love the one for the Wii U and the Wii and even the 3DS one is pretty great. I want that same format where you can like bubble and, you know, ride Yoshi's sometimes. Maybe they bring Nabbit back from like Super Luigi Bros. Um, I, I'm super excited about that. But like I said, kind of lame because I know it's going to happen at some point. Um, kind of the random one that I want, um, since I have an Xbox and not a PlayStation, I really want a Major League Baseball game on the Xbox. 
Um, you might not yeah. even realize this, but they have not had one for like years and years and years for some stupid reason. Um, I didn't realize that when I bought my Xbox, but like I used to, like there's a there's a a baseball game on the PlayStation Two that I love that I still play since I can't play one on my Xbox. Um, I like I love that game. I played a little bit of Madden, but like I'm a baseball fan. I'm one of the few people who would actually play a baseball game if they had it. Baseball games are hard. That, that's yeah. that that's yeah. rough. Um, uh, so Albessa brings up uh, Zelda. Like, so I mean, we did have Breath of the Wild, which was amazing. Um, you, there, what was it? Um, a Link to the Past, I think, uh, did get kind of brought back for what was it? The DS or or one of the the handhelds. Uh, mm-hmm. I, I I can't remember on that one. I uh, haven't picked it up, but like they did a pretty good job for that. Like, I would love to see like some of the old school, yeah, Z- like Zelda games come back for like upgrade the graphics and bring it back. Like you don't have to have the 3D, like keep it still the side scrolling, but make it like, you know, kind of the side scrolling, like what they did with uh, the Pokemon games, mm-hmm. bring that back with like the original, like the first, you know, what is the first three Zelda games were the bomb. Like, so I was watching a, a random YouTube video the other day that popped up in my, Hey, recommended stuff. Um, so I don't know if it's true or not, but you know, uh, super Mario maker they made for the Wii U. Mm-hmm. some dude was saying that they're supposed to be making like a zelda maker um like same premise but you can make your own like worlds and different rooms and all that stuff if they can figure out a way to make that like sustainable and in fairly easy to, to to create like a zelda maker game would be amazing yeah yeah that would, that, be, cool. that would be quite cool i would i would love to have some yeah because other people i don't know if you guys played i don't know if you guys played mario maker much or at all but like you can build your own levels, but then you can also play levels that other people made. Like I might not have the time to sit there and make some really cool Zelda levels, but I know some nerd across town who's going to put in hours and hours and hours to make the coolest Zelda level. And I'm going to get to play it and totally benefit off that. That's yeah. It it makes it so that the game doesn't really end because you just have to wait a couple days for someone to finish their level. And I can go back in and play another one. Yeah. I think that'd be awesome. Even though I like love breath of the wild, I think it'd be so cool to have a, updated like zelda classic style from the top down approach you know yeah. where you're going across you know you have to go to the edge and then it changes yes scenes again yeah. every time the the single screen like you have the left right up down where you actually had to like people right. there was no actual real map anywhere so people had to like i i remember like actually having the uh getting like the graph paper mm-hmm. and like drawing out like what the map looked like going back and forth and like all right there's this cave and that's where i got this the first sword and like all right like drawing out like a little mini map on paper of like what was going on so that i could remember what to do and where to go next yeah i remember having to talk to friends at school like where did you guys go after you did this because i had no idea where to go i'd just search around for a while they're like oh yeah you have to go past the lake on the left side, you'll come across a bunch of trees and you'll go into this cave. You're like, oh, yeah. okay, oh, cool. that thing. Yeah. <laughs> and that was before the Internet. Right. So like you didn't have anywhere to look it up. You had to go find like the the Prima like game guide to right. actually figure it out. And <laughs> if the game had that and um, you know, I really kind of want is actually I don't think they can uh, really they can't do it anymore. But like it would be cool to have. Do you guys remember Game Genie? Like. I Canada. wish they had a game genie for newer games, like to force like cheats and fun shit Man, to happen. You could still do it. Plug it into the USB. Yeah, just burnt, and then like. 
right yeah. now it'd be some type of hack or something but whatever like i'm down yeah so, and that was needs to figure it out in Zelda, you had to find the map as one of the things that you could find in there but um you know that was the the crappy version so i had like the big one that i could hold out in front of me and you know <laughs> yeah, use the finger to be like all right go like five i gotta go five screens over and go up like game genie was a good way to break your favorite games basically like oh uh, yeah let's break the mechanics of this game now you can do whatever you want yep you know i loved game genie but i also hated it for that reason because i was you know i was kind of like a purist back then like i, I just want to play the game as it's supposed to be played i don't want to be breaking all the rules here dude it was the only way that you could actually beat contra is either right. like knowing the konami code and the yeah. weird have to put it in before the first like the the one or two player select comes up or using game genie to get like the the 40 lives mm-hmm. right i don't know anybody that's ever been able to beat contra without the konami code yeah i don't think i've no no i'm, <laughs> sure, I'm sure they have but yeah oh there's people that have but i i cannot tell you anybody no there's no so, point so we we're playing uh mario kart this brings up another like kind of mode in a game i'd like to see i don't even know if this still exists but you, you guys remember like the old school battle mode from n64 oh. with the balloons, the balloons. yes we had the three balloons and driving yeah. around that they have bad. it it's on Did there you? nobody really plays it but yeah oh, it's on yeah. mario kart 8 deluxe and i think you can play online oh okay well i'll have to check that out because man i used to have a lot yeah. of fun playing that yeah i'm i was never good at it like <laughs> it was i was a lot different I, I just suck so uh i i'm i, I like the regular races a lot better but yeah dude it's on there we should check it out oh yeah, I mean, that, that sounds like a new away. live stream yeah yeah, it took away some of the, you know, the, the fact that it's a racing game. It wasn't really racing anymore. It's more of like, let me search around and try to kill people that I can find. Dude, I always, I always loved playing at my uh, friend's house because he had a little sister that would, he, she would always have to play with us. But she was like, I get kind of too young to play that that mode, and so it was always like guaranteed kill. We're like, all right, we got at least we got the the person that's just driving around in circles like in the map. Like I love that part. Like I am so glad that that's back. Yeah, for so. sure. I gotta so, call out this question here. Ali Amagami. Sorry if I'm saying your name wrong. How did the first person to make a clock know what time it was? You're going that, visceral here, buddy. That, that's that's the uh uh the good way to say it is uh we didn't. Uh the, the person who made the clock gotta say it is now six o'clock. Why? Because well, I said it's six o'clock. I said so. Apparently <laughs> Denny McGuire's got a good answer here. Before you mention a clocks, calendars were used as a time tracking device to track the passage of a year. Oh, thanks, that's Diddy. A pers- that's oh, the person wow. that's going like, I'm using a sundial. Ha ha. Like, yeah, Diddy like dropping I'm, knowledge. Jimmy dropping, dropping from fucking facts. He's going all crazy with these. What came first, the chicken or the egg? Um, so tech. So if you actually look at this, I, I got the Uh-oh. the shitty scientific answer for this one. Uh, technically, it was the egg because the first the differentiator was that something that wasn't technically a chicken laid an egg that had some random mutation that made it a chicken so the egg came first that is science boom scott you're such an analyst oh i try to be so that i actually so we got a little we got a little sidetracked um yeah here so what other games do we want to see have a resurgence like is there anything that you guys can think that like 
I, I love playing this game back in the day. I know I know we talked about this before. Larry wants a Bible Adventures 2, a game we brought up oh, prior list for bring, uh, that bring back. back bring back the Bible Adventures so you can throw rocks at animals to knock them out to carry them back places. <laughs> but you could like it's all reason you could, like why. team up online and yeah. grab those animals and carry them to the ark. It would get done so much faster. Cuz it's not like just one dude was carrying all those animals to the ark by himself. Yeah. You need a team. Yeah. Yeah, and so Larry's not crazy religious. He just wants to knock those animals out and take I, them. See, back that's the thing is, I wasn't either, but I played the crap cut out of that game because, uh, like, it was fun because you could like pick up a rock and throw it at an animal, or throw one animal that was bigger than the other one at another animal, yeah, and like yeah. lift them up, like, boom. So somebody said this in the chat earlier. They said Star Fox Assault, but I was just oh, thinking like yeah. the classic Star Fox would be so, amazing. Yeah, I mean, the, the Wii U version that they came out with was really, really crappy. Did any of you guys actually play that no, version of Star Fox? No, I, heard, I heard really bad things about so it. So, one, like, you actually had to, like, have it so, like, your motion controls or, like, a second player controlled, like, the guns and another person controlled, like, the actual, like, the flying. Like, it was... It was hot garbage. Like they they tried to play the gimmicky like Wii U, like motion controls and everything. Yeah. I think if they bring it back on the Switch and go back to like that original formula, the the one on the sixty four, like the the Super Nintendo one was cool, right? Like everyone liked that one, but that 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 N sixty four version needs to come back. That was probably the the Star Fox for that was probably the best, um, kind of like. F- plane flying game or whatever that they had on the 64 that was amazing it was a great game and um so i've got another game when we were playing mario kart 8 deluxe uh we went on a map that really struck a chord with nostalgia it was the excite bike map oh if they could remake excite bike for we could actually see a side bike was one of those cool ones because you had the level maker yeah yeah. you could make the, the 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 level and Right. Like you didn't think it was that good, but there was a lot of skill that was actually involved in the Excite Bike to not like crash or burn out your bike or run out of gas or anything like that. Like that was amazing. Like I would love Excite Bike back. It would be an amazing game to bring back. It would. That's my favorite. <laughs> that's my favorite Mario Kart Eight level too. Is the Excite Bike one? It was it's a really awesome. cool level. It's yeah. awesome. Um, did you guys ever play Excite Bike sixty four? That one wasn't so good. <laughs> no. See, a lot of these like we're like, oh, we'd like to see him come back, but they tried it. Yeah. And it did go back. Um, I have my doubts that Excite Bike could come back and be good. Like it was so yeah. basic and it was it fun would, for yeah. the time. And like you, Scott said, it was revolutionary and the fact that you could make your own levels and stuff. But eh, I don't know if it would hold up nowadays. You, it was. Yeah. It's one of those things where you would have to release it, like like we said, in its original like. Yeah, don't mess setting. With it. Like don't mess with it. It just has to come back as like this was an N, you know NES game. People yeah. liked it. Like here, here we go. Yeah. Maybe some extra jumps or or some new different things. Yeah. Different right. characters you can yeah. pick. You know, you don't have to be the same little bike guy. Maybe you could even be like Mario riding on a bike, right? Yeah. Choose some different bikes, like super simple like modifications. Uh, maybe some bigger jumps or some loops or something. You you could spice that up a little bit. Um, but keep it the eight bit format. I'd play that. Yeah. So there's there's oh. one last one that I, that I have that I would really like to see. Um, and I don't know if it will because they're not like feuding, but um, the, the studios have kind of both grown apart. Do you guys remember the uh, Super Mario RPG? I do. Yeah. Like, yeah. I, I would like, love um, to actually. It was like it was it was, it was a it, no. It was like Final Fantasy mixed with Super Mario. Like oh, it was yeah, actually Super a turn, RPG. It was just turn yeah, yeah turn based. Like you had 
kind of the action uh, where if you when a person went to do an attack, you could hit a button to have them do like the critical or whatever. Um, yeah. Yeah. That would be awesome. The game was super fun. And they, they have it on uh, the the remake of, of one of them. I think on the NES uh, classic, like the NES mini that or the SNES mini that uh, Nintendo put out is the original. Like, I would like a modern day version of that, like on the Switch. Like, let's bring back the RPG. Like, that would be cool. Even I, mean, it, I, don't, I don't know who made that one, but it, who cares? It was, like, somebody, that was Nintendo else, and Square Enix. Somebody else can make it. There's a lot oh, of yeah. people out there nowadays. Somebody I, else can make it. I think the problem with that one is lies in the, the fact that I think part of the rights for the RPG aspect of it are owned by Square Enix still, oh. which like I don't know how well Square Enix and Nintendo play together anymore, but I would love to see that. That's not one of those games that like I would want it to stay true to its original form. Yeah. Like don't change it too much because like Scott said, the way it played was just awesome. It was kind of like my first introduction to like a real RPG. Yeah. And like your parents would let you play that like versus some of the other ones, like, cause it was Mario, right? Like, it wasn't violent. It wasn't like, yeah. super dark. Peach's weapon was a frying pan for God's sakes. Like <laughs> that was one of the things that she would use. You just bash people with that. Yeah. Nothing wrong with those. Classic. Yeah. Uh, I got one more. One more. All right. I don't know. I don't know exactly how you'd remake it, other than you just you just you just bring it out again with with different characters on it. But uh, I think another game that everybody kind of still loves is Doctor Mario. Yeah, they, yeah. They should they should come up with a way to bring back Doctor Mario. So to bundle that with like Doctor Mario Tetris. Uh, yeah. They had the the yeah. Yoshi the egg one that Yoshi had. Mm-hmm. Um, that was that that little oh, mini game. Yeah. Like bundle all those together is like the the Nintendo Puzzle Pack or something. Yep, that would be awesome. Dr. Mario. I played that probably more than I played Tetris. Yeah, for sure. Right. Tetris is awesome, but Dr. Mario is Mario. Yeah, yeah, it was all Mario, and that's the only reason why I probably played it more. And if you really think about it, like Candy Crush and all those other games that, that are super popular right now on like the mobile mm-hmm. are basically just yeah. Dr. Mario. Like you have to match up like these certain colors and then they pop and then you shit kind of realigns itself and you have to just keep going with the puzzle i think people really like those kind of like simple puzzle games because it's like you know low risk and you don't really have to invest a whole lot into it but you feel like you're getting constantly rewarded like oh cool i got this right i got that right it's like quick satisfaction yeah no that would i i would agree if you bring out like all the old school puzzle games that that we had and put them out like that would that would i would buy it in a heartbeat even Mm -hmm. if it was mobile like maybe yeah. you don't make it on the switch or or you make both where it's cross-platform between switch and mobile but yeah dude give me dr mario on my phone yeah would, definitely it would be actually really easy to make a mobile version of dr mario to be honest like that is actually a really good idea yep. there goes larry's productivity exactly yep. yeah. gone there goes my who do i have to who do i have to give money to to like be an investor because that would make a shit ton of money yeah. seriously that'd be an awesome idea Good discussion, guys. So that that works. So I think it is now what ten ten oh two. So we're we're kind of at the wind down. So Larry, do you want to do your uh, your shill thing? So thanks everybody for watching our stream, listen to our podcast. Um, if you can check us out on Instagram at SDS Guys, you can check us out on Twitter at SDS Guys. You can follow us on Facebook at the STS Guys, and I am Larry from the STS Guys, shilling like a villain. Boom. Showmaster Larry. Give give me chills. 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 He's 100% every time. If you guys haven't noticed, he never skips a beat. 
No, like wrong. I and I can't even do the outro. I still don't know if I can actually. Yeah, if, <laughs> take, if you watch my unboxing videos, like you can see, I'm like stumbling through it. Like, uh, I have uh, a piece of paper here, and uh... the the outro last week was my favorite part. <laughs> yeah, we, we where we messed it up. Um, yeah. yeah, when I do like unboxings and stuff, like I actually have a little piece of paper where I'm like, follow us on Instagram at <laughs> STS guys, because I will inevitably fuck it up. Yeah, like, like I am not good at it. Background. Yeah. Like, okay, this is what I need to say. All right, right, I'm going to say goodbye, guys. Oh, wait, I have to do other stuff. Let me talk about things else that we do. (laughs) Um, Not good at it at all. Larry's good about the timing. He'll start it before he, like, gets to the really end. And then by the time he's done chilling, he's like, all right, guys, we're going to wrap it up. Have a good night. Boom. Yeah, like, I'm not good. I'm like, oh, wait, I have to do this or Jeremy will get mad at me. (laughs) Ah, yes. Um, (laughs) Speaking of Jeremy getting mad at me or us, um, I only dropped one video last week by accident. I have other ones in the queue ready to drop on our YouTube channel. Um, so I will we'll, we'll get this podcast posted up on SoundCloud and iTunes and all that good stuff um, tomorrow, Monday. Um, but I will also drop a new video on our YouTube channel tomorrow, too. It's an unboxing video done by Jeremy himself. Um, it's Funko related, so make sure you're subscribed to our YouTube channel. Hit that little bell so you get the notifications. Go check us out. From the, the man, the myth, and the legend. Yeah, give yeah. yourself a little credit. You did do, you know, the Switch live stream. So technically, that's there's two videos. That's yeah, two. That's two. Videos, yeah. I think I, I think I have a, uh, a uh, unboxing of some shirts in the pipeline. So. Yep, that'll that'll be coming this week as well. And then I've got another unboxing, and I think we got one from Nate coming up in the Q2 for another figure. So make right. sure you're checking out our YouTube channel. Lots of good stuff. Um, we mentioned last week too. We're headed to Phoenix Comic Con or Phoenix, what's it called? Comic Fest. Comic Fest. <laughs> Phoenix yeah. Comic Fe- Fest. We cannot Phoenix get that Comic right. Fest. We're gonna get sued. No, it's it's. We're not gonna be the ones getting sued. It's gonna be the 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 Comic Con that has to, had to change their name. Yeah. <laughs> like they're the ones that are getting. They're the ones that did get the threat of suit that had to change their name. So it's not on us. True. Yep. I blame <laughs> so, them. So a lot of great stuff coming from Phoenix Comic Fest. Uh, We're also heading out to Amazing Comic Con Las Vegas at the end of the month. Um, They just announced some really cool guests this week, including uh, Charlie Cox from Daredevil. Um, So totally looking forward to that. It's going to be awesome. There's some of the like the main Harley Quinn artists are going to be there. Uh, One of my my probably my favorite artist, Scotty Young, is going to be there. Um, So Amazing Comic Con Las Vegas is going to be fire too, man. And we'll be out there covering everything. Larry, I know that you'll be at Scotty's uh, booth quite a bit there. So yeah, I'm looking forward to looking forward to getting some stuff signed. Um, Kevin Eastman's going to be there. You name it, like all the great comic book creators going to be there. But yeah, like they they're pulling out like the Daredevil Devil Star. Uh, that what is it? Uh, what's the girl from uh, Deadpool? Like the teenage warhead? Oh, uh, Negasonic Teenage Warhead. Negasonic. Yeah. yeah, she's gonna yeah. she's gonna be there too, man. It's it's nice. they're really they really have a great list of uh, guests this year. So if you guys are anywhere near Vegas, go check them out. Yeah. So you gotta get something signed for Scott and make Scotty Young sign it, but as Scotty Too Hotty. Oh, <laughs> that is a brilliant idea. I love it. I could I could probably do that. Like just go back. Your name is Scott. My name is Scott too. Hotties. <laughs> <laughs> Roll with that and make something. <laughs> make something, clown. Draw me a picture, clown. <laughs> Get it done, Larry. Get it done. <laughs> uh, All right. So, so that works. Well, for episode 31 of the STS, guys, I'm Scott. This is Larry. Hey, guys. I have been Nate. You have been. You were Nate at one point. <laughs> I have um, been Nate. You have been Nate. You're not always. 
So that works. All right, guys. You all have a good night. And have a good uh, we'll night. see you all next week. Bye. Bye. Shut up and sit down. Shut up and sit down.